the Motion Podcast, the first one, sorry, for this year, but we are back. My name is Hope, and I am joined by... Terrence. And... And Pastor Raul here. You. So the three of us are here. We're just going to have a chat today, talk about some things and just reflect on some things and see you come along. Well, not see you because it's over radio, (laughs) but I guess have you come along for the journey, right? So today we want to talk about the whole idea of well-being and kind of focus on that and what it means in our life and in regards to our spiritual journey and even maybe what God says about well-being. So stay tuned for that. But first up, right now we're in a bit of a crisis in the world. Mm. We're trying to make it through. How are you two coping? Ooh, um, yeah, at, at the moment... Um, coping, coping pretty well. I guess the fact that I can still be here at school and I mean, I've got two kids, so I know that it sometimes it becomes a bit harder with kids, mm. but I only have two. I feel for those people that have <laughs> lots of kids because I know being cooped up in the same place can drive you a little bit nuts. And I don't know, maybe you're feeling that as well for those that are listening. Um, but so far I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, it hasn't really stressed me out too much yet. Um, and hopefully it stays that way. What about you? What about you, Terrence? Um, yeah, well, you know, like with me, I've just come off uh, self-isolation for the last 14 mm. days, and um, I have three children, and I have a 11-year-old and a 6-year-old mm. and a son who's 18 months, and he requires round-the-clock uh, supervision, and, you know, we've, um, we're trying to work as well, and it's a lot of pressure on families now, you know, not being able to put your kids in school or mm. feeling like if you do take your kids to school they're going to bring the sickness home and there's a lot of, I guess, anxiety and stress about that yeah, stuff. And for sure. Yeah, and you know, like with our family, you know, it's been quite, the, well, the first few days and the first week was really stressful, you know, like we're all up in each other's face all the time and, you know, we're worried about our kids' education. So there's been a lot of that sort of stuff, but, you know, eventually we sort of found our rhythm, we got into a bit of a routine, mm. um, but I have to admit, praise God, I'm out. I you. am free, you. and Welcome God Almighty, back. I am free at last. <laughs> no, it's Welcome good to have back. you. How about yeah. you, Hope? Yeah, I, like, I'm listening to Terrence now. I can't imagine two weeks at home. I've had to spend one week at home just because of being sick and just right. self-isolating myself just in case, and I ended up having a full-blown conversation with my dog, so <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Uh, what she tell you? <laughs> I don't even know. It was just me and my own thoughts. But, yeah, it's it's been interesting. It feels like no matter where you turn, you can't really get away from the negativity mm. of it all. I mm. think that's that's what feels so weighing about it at this time, where no matter where you go, it's like there's no happiness right now. Mm. And it's like I'm so thankful for things that are kind of becoming this massive thing now, like the kindness pandemic and right. follow it on Facebook. It's awesome. It's just people doing good deeds throughout the world, just mm. trying to highlight what the awesome things that are happening to counter what the negative things that are happening in this world. Mm. What, about, what sort of stuff did you do to like free, I don't know, to relieve the pressure or, you know, for therapy, what did you do other than, you know, watch everything on Netflix? Yeah, there's been a lot of Netflix. I also think I've completely cracked it because I've been pulling bendies out one by one out of my lawn. Just going out <laughs> wow. every day being like, well, I'm desperate. I need the outside. I'm going to pull this sucker out. But um, no, it's, yeah. yeah. What have I been doing? I've been cooking a lot. Right. I've been mm. eating probably eating too, too. <laughs> too much. Uh, you know, the fridge probably gets a lot of visits right now. 
Um, but yeah, and just trying to learn new skills. Yeah. What those skills are, I don't know yet. Figuring it out. <laughs> what about you two? Um, yeah, I guess with everything that's happening, it's you know, with we miss all the kids. We miss each and every one of you that are listening. We miss having you here at school, but it's also given us the opportunity. I think all of us as chaplains can probably agree that it's it's boosted up our skills with recording a little bit oh, and, yeah. and having to create content online, you know, which is actually something that I've always been really keen on. I enjoy it, um, but I never really had the time for it. So now we're kind of pushed into that area. So, I mean, there's that positive of actually boosting up a skill in an area that I kind of wanted to before, but didn't have the time. But now that I have the time and I have to do it this way, then it's, it's also been good just, you know, learning, watching YouTube tutorials on how to get better sound, how to get better lighting, do it yourself kind of hack. So yeah, it's been good to, to upskill myself, um, in areas that I couldn't before because of time. Sure. It's really interesting what, um, you say and what Hope was saying because, um, like, uh, the I don't know if you guys caught that video by that uh, famous astronaut Chris Hadfield. He was no. um, he he spends like years out and out of space by himself, and okay. he says the way that he deals with the isolation because, like, when we're stuck at home, one of the things that we can't do our normal therapies like go to the gym, mm. you know, like those sorts of things are becoming harder to do. Going even going out for a run or going out for a walk, you know, we're a little bit more cautious of that stuff he said one one really good thing is to set yourself small projects that you can accomplish each day or you know like in this week these are the these are the goals i'm going to accomplish so mm. like even though you were talking about pulling bindis out individually <laughs> like that's actually the type of thing that helps your mind not deal with the isolation you know it's one of those sort of activities mm. and like for us we pulled out every weed in our backyard. Like we went across the grass pulling out weeds individually. And we found that that was really therapeutic. Our whole family got into it and like it's trivial, but setting those small projects that you can do at home is like super important. And, um, you know, like you were saying, you're you're learning new skills with video editing and I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to upskill myself a little bit each day, Mm. you know, and I'd like to start, teaching myself an instrument while I'm at home. Yeah. You know? So little things like that really help with, the, I guess, the, the tediousness of being isolated. So setting yourself little projects, yeah, yeah, you know. it helps you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that w- that's awesome for well-being, you know, like setting yourself little things because every time you accomplish something small, even if it's small, you actually, you know, uh, uh, science shows us that, you know, you, when you accomplish something, that feeling that you get is just good for your mental state. So, yeah, that, that's, a really, that's some really good advice. It's interesting what you both say because, you know, we're thinking about it now and the idea of like, oh, no, what if I have to be stuck at home for two weeks? Mm. And we're thinking about like what we can't do. Right. Yeah. But when we shift that and think about, hey, this is actually giving me time of things, what I can do when I usually can't. It's such an awesome opportunity. So, yeah. One, thank you for making me feel less crazy for pulling bindies out of the yard. But, but you're um, still crazy. You're still... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. But in regards to what we're talking about, I guess, like, what is your own perspective about well-being? Mm. Or what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think? I always think of, like, self-help gurus, and I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> pass. But when you actually think about the heart of well-being, yeah. what is the first thing that comes to mind? Mm. Well, for me, it's um, like holistic well-being. You know, it's not one thing, but trying to make sure. So another thing that we did, because we were in self-isolation, we weren't supposed to leave the property at all. Um, You know, so making sure that we had time outside, 
even if we're just kicking a soccer ball in the backyard, mm-hmm. you know, so making sure that, you know, we're still doing exercise. We had a regular appointment with my wife and I at five o'clock, we would do like a 10 minute workout video, you know, making sure that you're, you're eating well, you're exercising. So holistic well-being. it's not just one thing, but you've got to do a lot of small things, which, you know, like I think was um, crucial for it in our experience anyway. Yeah. Um, when I think of um, well-being, it I think of the words feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at well-being, I kind of see not like well-be, but well-being. I see it more long-term, feeling good long-term. So there's different ways that we can make ourselves feel good. Like one of the ways that I make myself feel good is when I eat something that's not healthy for me, right? Mm-hmm. But that only makes me feel so good for that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't last. Like it's not like well-being. It's almost like, yeah, it feels good now, but it doesn't continue to make me feel good. So when I think of well-being, I think of those things that give a bigger return, like exercise, as you were talking about, Terrence. You know, when you exercise, even though you don't want to do it to begin with many times and it's hard to even, oh, okay, I've got to exercise now. But I heard this one quote say, that exercise is one of those things that you'll never regret doing after. Yeah. After you might not want to do it to begin with, yeah. but once you've done it, you're like, ah, I feel good, you know. And it can't. It gives more returns than eating a chocolate bar, you know, or like for health for health um, reasons. Yeah. Um, so when I think of well being, I think of feeling good and how can I feel good long term. So there's all mm. those things like exercise, all those things like going out in nature, things like that. So yeah, that's what comes to my mind when I think of yeah. well being, feeling good long term and how can I do that the other the other thing too on that like it's I guess as a parent as well like we have to be mindful of our children's well-being their mental health when they're at home you know it's easy for us as parents because it's you know like all of a sudden the first time we're locked back in the house with our kids again you know like for us our normal routine kids go to school on the weekend we go to church on Sunday we go out shopping or do something right but in that close space that environment um, you know, we had to relearn as parents not to stress out too much about our kids, you know, mm-hmm. to allow them to, to have fun, make noise, be naughty, you know. Um, and I, it's, it's difficult because sometimes as parents too, we want our kids to have that routine. But we're not teachers, you know. We can't expect our kids to be in eight hours of teaching environment. You know, that's not realistic. You know, we have to, I guess, change the way that we see you know, as healthy behavior for kids. And, and, yeah, and, and I know that that's something that our parents at home may be struggling with, you know, all of a sudden they're back having to um, supervise their kids' learning. So, you know, our well-being is good, but also our kids' well-being has been mm. a, a big thing in my wife and I's mind as well. Mm. It's, it's interesting you say that because you're saying it like in a family construct, but, you know, there's many of us, or I can speak for myself, <laughs> where it's just like you live in your bedroom pretty right. much. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so your kind of well-being gets shifted because you're like, well, I'm relaxing, I'm in the bed, I'm doing, you know, watching Netflix, I'm taking care of myself, I'll put a face mask on, whatever, eating popcorn. But then how do you check your well-being in that as well? Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's just like within a family construct, but also as an individual, everyone, I guess, has that responsibility for themselves mm-hmm. to make sure that their well-being is going okay within that because then mm-hmm. their well-being affects others will be is that a fair statement to make yeah absolutely it's almost reversed hey like i think if you're on your own maybe you need more interaction you need to find ways to connect you know like social media is one of those interesting things you connect with it but then you're not really interacting with the person you know so yeah like if you're alone you know finding people to connect with and stay 
in a group and yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and you said an interesting thing before about well being very holistic um, the idea that, you know, it's just not just one thing. It's not just being outside. It is not just, um, you know, taking time for yourself. It is not just, you know, cooking a good meal. It is not just spending time with someone. It is all of those things combined. We can't have one mm. without the other. Yeah. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts as to how you think spirituality fits within that. Mm. Mm. I think for me, like, um, and one of the biggest reasons why I'm, I, I'm really thankful um, that there's a spiritual side to me or that I'm a person of faith is because, you know, in moments of, of crisis, in tough times, I think the more avenues of support that you have, the better you're able to deal with something. So, like, when you've got a bigger support network, you know, it's almost like that burden or that crisis is kind of spread out. And for me, spirituality is that avenue where, hey, like, you know, um, I remember, you know, this one preacher that I love listening to, his name's um, Craig Rochelle. He said that we don't always have the power to control, but we always have the power to surrender. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where spirituality comes in for me, where, you know, amongst everything that is happening, I have to realize I come to a point where, okay, this is how much I can control. But then at one point, I can't control what's happening around us with COVID-19, with mm. the financial crisis, all of that stuff. I can't control it, but I do have the opportunity to surrender my worries to God mm. and being able to speak to him and to also place my faith that he is in control and that he is still guiding this process, even though I can't see it. It does so much for my well-being because I don't have to control everything. I don't have to fix everything myself, but I can wait patiently on him knowing that he is working. So I think spirituality for me is a big part of well-being mm -hmm. and um, it just makes a, a huge difference in my life. Yeah, that whole idea of um, holistic well-being, you know, like it's really hard to have a devotion life or a spiritual devotion if you are past midnight watching mm -hmm. Netflix, you know, and, and so, you know, another really helpful tip is just go to sleep early. Mm. <laughs> you know, like just, For sure. You know, 9.30, there's no reason to stay up and, and decompress in front of the TV. Yeah. Go to sleep, wake up, have that quiet time of, of prayer. And I know it's as ministers, it's an easy thing to say and it's a hard thing to put in practice. But, I mean, you know, Pastor Oli, you're so right. Like, it's just so important to, to find that way of surrendering to God. Mm -hmm. mm. Well... I guess that will just wrap up our thoughts for now. Just a really quick, I guess, podcast to introduce what we're going to be doing later on. And I'm so thankful for Terence and um, Raul who came and shared their thoughts today and they'll be back. Oh, surprise. Um, could you, the, the guests that keep on giving or the guests that are not guests <laughs> but the regulars, anywho. The um, ones that don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. No. got to do it. <laughs> but we're just so thankful that we have this platform to share with you just some thoughts about the idea of well-being and the thing of, you know, it might feel overwhelming to sometimes think that you have to fix all these things in one go. And it's like um, Terrence said, where it's just one thing at a time. Just maybe today we go to bed early. Mm. Tomorrow we spend five minutes outside in the sun and just slowly develop those practices. And the thing is, as Raul brought up, where we have this amazing opportunity that in our spiritual journey throughout well-being, that we always have that option to, to surrender to God mm. and that he sees all of us. He feels our pain even through well-being and trying to figure it out, but that he has us through everything. Absolutely. So mm. thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to uh, speak into the microphone again next week. Have an amazing day. That is a... That's a wrap. That's, That's a, wrap. a wrap. See you guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.
Tschüss. <lacht>